Hello, my friend. Welcome to episode 12 of the Jet Movement Podcast. I'm Jeremy Hirschkorn, owner and lead instructor at Jet Movement Academy in Bellingham, Washington. Before we start with today's topics, as always, I want to thank you for listening and ask that if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a rating and or review and be sure to like and share on whatever platform you find us on. That goes a huge way in helping us reach more people and in the long run, give more value. Um, So today's topic um, is our self-image yeah, our positive self-image, hopefully, um, kind of how to develop that and, and, and what keeps us from, from having a positive self-image. Um, so I thought I'd start off by kind of sharing my own, uh, I don't want to call it a struggle, but my own journey with, with uh, self-image um, and, and, and pretty much just like literally dealing with what I saw in the mirror growing up. So I'm in my almost mid thirties now. Um, and so I grew up, um, in the nineties. That's where a lot of my personality was developed. Um, a lot of my role models, um, come from the nineties and things like that. So if, if we look into, if we kind of self-evaluate where our, our, our role models came from and, and what influences we had into kind of started to starting to develop how we think about our appearance, uh, for me, I grew up in the thick of 90s Major League Baseball, which was um, littered with steroid-using, you know, Goliaths that were just slamming home runs multiple times, you know, a week, and and just huge guys that you know weightlifting, you know, had blown up into Major League Baseball in the in the 80s, um, which was you know followed shortly by by steroids, and so you know the majority of players were probably juicing in the 90s, you know. Um, and so that was, that was a huge influence on me because I wanted to be a major league baseball player really bad when I was a kid. And so I saw these guys that were huge and, you know, I always kind of thought that I was too small a little bit and that I needed to do more to, to, to improve my stature, you know, and, and, and if I looked around at other things that were going on that I was into, you know, it was professional sports, you know, so football, basketball, baseball, these huge muscular athletic dudes, um, you know, the cartoons I watched, you know, the, the, the male roles were, were usually muscular, um, WWF wrestling. I watched, you know, two or three different shows of, of WCW and WWF, you know, each week. And those guys are just absolutely humongous as well. So, you know, I struggled with feeling small, you know, really, really early, you know, I'm talking like, eight or nine years old, I started to think like I needed to, to work out and I needed to start exercising and I needed to start weightlifting and, and doing all these things to kind of build myself up. So I, I, I share that because I just want everyone that listens to this to know that everybody, everybody has gone through that at some point in their life for one reason or the other. And if we can look at the roots of that, then we can start to kind of take it easy on ourselves. So, you know, I had to come to a realization at some point that, you know, that those role models weren't ideal for me. I wasn't going to look like that. That wasn't going to serve me well. And that didn't make me less of a person. And it didn't make me less than, than, than what I could be. So in the long run, it had no bearing on, you know, the greatness that I could achieve because, it wasn't about how I, how I look, you know, so I, I dealt with that 
middle school was hard in that regard because then you start looking around at like what people wear and what music they listen to and who they're hanging out with and if they have a girlfriend and all this stuff, you know, so it, it becomes, you know, a challenge there. And then, you know, through high school, you know, being an athlete, you know, thinking I have to look a certain way, you know, as an athlete, having to be stronger, you know, I was relentless in the work, in the weight room, you know, probably around my junior and senior year of high school, because I just, you know, I knew I was smaller than the other guys and I was going to need to push it. So these things start to kind of layer and layer and layer on top of each other. And you just start to develop this, you know, thing in the back of your head that always, you know, tells you that you're just, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. You know, and part of that was good. And part of that is unhealthy. Um, I still deal with that to this day because even, even with the mentality that I've shifted to that, it's more about like the things that I can do and, and, and what kind of a lifestyle my body facilitates. I've, I've shifted my, my, you know, my goal is to align with that. And I still find myself falling back into, um, you know, looking at myself in the mirror and, and picking out things that I could improve on visually. And then I just ask myself, why, why are you doing that? Like, what's the point? Um, you know, because as a personal trainer now, like it's like, you know, never trust a skinny cook. It's the same kind of idea. Like if this trainer looks a certain way, then, and that's not how you want to look, then why are you training with them? So, I still deal with that. I still fall into that every once in a while. Um, and, and I think that, uh, I, it's still a detriment to me in, in a way because I'll, I'll get to a point where I like what I'm doing and then I feel this relentless need to be, you know, to be stronger or, um, to, to look a certain way, you know, to be a little more defined or whatever. And ultimately it ends up leading to me getting hurt. You know, so for me, it manifests itself as a physical thing where I overdo it, you know, probably every couple years or so I overdo my training and then I'm doing something outside of training and I end up getting hurt because, you know, I'm fatigued in a certain area or, um, you know, something's extra tight or whatever. So it, it's still a struggle, you know. So I was I was trying to think of ways to prevent that feeling from coming back or, or things I can go to, um, whenever, whenever I feel that way, like I look at myself, I'm like, ah, oh, I need some of this or that or whatever, you know? So I, I was, I was thinking about that idea. I was kind of stewing on that, you know, marinating on it, if you will. Um, and I came up with some ideas, um, to kind of help me along. And I'm just going to share my process with you in hopes that it, that it might be something that helps you in the same situation. So I've always, I've always told my clients and I love this, this quote, uh, that comparison is the thief of joy. You know, when you start to compare yourself to other people, your joy starts to get taken away because it downplays the things that you've accomplished and it turns your accomplishments into failures these things that you've done and that you have achieved when you compare them to other people, um, it, it appears as a failure because you're not at the same level that somebody else is. You'll always be able to find somebody that's taken it a step further than you, you know, or, or has something that you want. And, and that's just kind of inevitable. So that steals our joy. So if we can remind ourselves that once, once we start to compare how we look, you know, and the things that we have, we start to, you know, reach out to compare those to what other people have. Ultimately, it's going to, it's going to lead to, 
um, our joy being taken from us. So remind yourself of that. You know, understand that I do not need to compare myself to somebody else because I'm going to just continue that cycle until my joy is taken away. And that is not the end result that we want. And I don't think that there's ever really a satisfaction or at least a lasting satisfaction that comes from comparing yourself to other people. So for me personally, comparison comes in many forms, one of which is competitiveness um, and wanting to to beat other people at things, whether it's you know in the baseball world, whether it's coaching, um, even business or um, you know how I run my gym. And it, 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 it just keeps manifesting itself as like jealousy almost. And anytime we start to go down that road, it leads us into a negative headspace. So we need to just avoid the action that, that causes, you know, that sets that wheel in motion. So that, that, that piece that causes that to happen is the comparison. So stop comparing. The, the goal is not to beat someone else at something. The goal is to do and this as corny as this sounds to do your best that is the only ultimately satisfying thing that you can do is to be satisfied with what you've done and 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 be satisfied with the process that you've gone through and what it's gotten you so first step try to stop comparing yourself to other people whether that's you know models that you see friends that you have people, um, contemporaries in your field or, or peers, you, we should be congratulating those people for doing so well, because that, that positivity that breeds from that is ultimately going to hold us in that space where those people that we, we can compare ourselves to and see them as more successful than us. It, it allows us to be in that same space with them when we're giving them love and we're promoting what they're doing and, and we're just building them and it almost like drags us along and it can be for a competitive person it's brutal it can be brutal sometimes because you know i'm thinking okay i i want to beat them um and if i keep building them up i'm never going to surpass them but in that process you're building yourself into a greater and greater person and 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 greater greater skills and 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 all this so um this it's this other idea that i've um I don't know where I picked it up, but through coaching, I'm sure um, that um, if you want to be um, if you want to be a better wolf, you need to run with a faster pack, you know. And it's it's not about being the number one alpha dog head honcho of that pack. It's about being in that space where those alphas are, and that will ultimately push you um, to be better. And, you know, if you're if you're constantly in the lead, you're going to be complacent you're going to be stagnant you're going to stop improving and you're just going to hang out where you are and i don't think that that's a long-term satisfaction i think eventually that's going to get boring and and that's where plateaus come from and burnout so instead i feel like it's better to immerse yourself and follow those people that are doing what you want to do and maybe doing it for lack of a better word better than you um it holds you in that same air as them, in that that same space. You become, you know, a rival almost. That, that's another great quote. Um, until your until your um, idols become your rivals, you know, keep working to follow in the footsteps of those people that you think are 
the, you know, the ultimate of that field and, and kind of pursue them until you become a rival of theirs, you know, and if you do, you know, if you hold yourself in the same air as them for long enough, you're eventually going to be challenging them. And, and that's where the growth happens in the, the true satisfaction and happiness can come from, you know? So when we, when we just compare, it just draws a line in the sand. Am I this or am I not? And once you, once you declare that you're not, then that sticks with you. You know, whether, whether this, whether you say you can, or you say you can't, you're right. If you say you can, you can. If you say you can't, you can't. You're telling yourself that you can't and that you are done pursuing that because you can't be that. And that's just not the truth. The truth is you can, you can do that. You just have to pursue it. Um, you know, if you haven't met a goal yet, it's just, it's just that you just haven't met it yet. You know, it's not that if I don't have it by this certain time, then it doesn't count. Like where, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do humans put that on themselves? You know, um, a more fulfilling life is going to be lived if you are constantly working towards these things that you truly value and you truly love. So when you tell yourself you're not good enough for those things, it, it puts the kibosh on that. It stops the process from happening and eliminates the good outcome from ever happening. You've, you've eliminated, you eliminated it yourself and you're the only person that can do that. So instead it's okay. Who's doing what I want, what I want to achieve. What are they doing? Okay. I'm going to do those things too. And just because this person keeps kicking my ass at it or because they look better than me or because I'm not there, that doesn't mean that you won't. You just keep on pushing. You keep going past that, you know? So um, I've talked about this before, but um, making a list of the things that you value is is incredible. It's incredibly powerful for me because every time I sit down to start to list the things that I value, it always starts with my family. I can't get that out of my head. It's my parents. It's my wife. It's my son. Um, it's my friends that I consider family. There, when I th- when I think, Jeremy, what do you value the most? I keep thinking about these people, and that has absolutely nothing to do with what I look like or what I can do, you know, in an athletic endeavor or 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 fitness endeavor. It has nothing to do with any of that. They would love me either way. So. When I sit down and look at what I truly value, it's the opinions and the love of those people and the time I get to spend with them, then this other stuff doesn't matter, you know, and they're going to, they're going to promote in me, um, you know, a safe place to just keep pursuing the things that I want, you know? So once, if, if you're listing out the things that you value and the first thing that you value is some other people's, um, opinion and it's a negative opinion of you then I think that your value system is, is flawed. Um, you're creating this negative loop where you're just going to keep failing and then telling yourself you're a failure and then failing and then telling yourself a failure. Instead, let's check in. Have I, have I accomplished this yet? No. Okay. I need to do this work. Okay. Have I accomplished this thing yet? No, I need to do this work. And then you keep that cycle going until you say, yes, I have accomplished that. Wow. I did it. It only took a year. And I, I thought I needed to do it in three months. And last time when I didn't get it in three months, I stopped. But this time I kept going. And then a year passed and I got it. And a year wasn't actually that long. And, and, and it's amazing the things that you can accomplish in a year when you continuously pursue those things and you keep moving in that direction. So remind yourself what you value. Okay? Another, another great thing is to remind yourself what you've already accomplished. Make a list of those things. 
What have you accomplished? What is, so when we come back to kind of our, our self-image and our body image, what has your body done? Okay. Um, have you participated in, in events? Have you, you know, birthed a child? Have you raised a child? Have you climbed a mountain? Have you, you know, what have you done? What have you accomplished with that body? Write that list down and then congratulate yourself for that. Okay. Say, say yes, you did these things and be proud for a moment of what you've accomplished and what you've done. You deserve that, you know, and, and feel the, the pure joy and, and the sense of pride that comes from accomplishing those things. And then use that as a fuel to then set more goals and, and keep going, you know? So, um, setting goals, you know, for the next cool things that you want to do, you know, is, is a great way to go. What, what, what other cool stuff do I, do I want to be able to do with my body? And then what, what does it take to do that? You know, what, what are the steps, uh, towards that particular goal that I need to do? And then you just keep doing that and you keep checking in on it and, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, um, we'll set goals that are out of reach, you know, and that's tough. And, and so if we, if we get those goals that are kind of feel very, very out of reach, you know, well, let's just try to build what's half of that goal or what's a quarter of that goal. What's one step in the right direction towards that goal, you know, and then, and then see what it takes to get to that. And then, you know, year after year, you might be closer and closer to those goals. And, you know, if they're too out of reach, then maybe that's just something that you're not, uh, you're not that, you know, excited about, or, or it's not actually a goal that really gets you, you fired up. Um, a lot of times we set goals um, because we feel like someone else wants us to accomplish those things, whether it's, you know, our parents or our, or our significant other, you know, or even if we have kids and we feel like we need to do these things to show them an example. And, you know, ultimately those are societal constructed goals that we're supposed to have or we should have or these are the things you should want you should want a car and a house with a fence and a dog and you know two and a half kids or whatever the you know the perfect family is and that might just not be what you really want so if that is something that you write down work towards it for a year and then reevaluate that goal and if at that time you're either going to be closer to it or you're not and you're going to realize that you don't really that's not really a goal of yours. You haven't put forth the energy on a daily basis to move in that direction. Then it's probably not that valuable of a goal. Is it, is it something that you truly want or not? That will be the question. So, you know, when it comes to your self image, your physical image, what you see when you look in the mirror, number one, you have to, you have to pick things that are, are, are able to be changed, you know, by your habits you know, is it something that I can even actually do anything about? It's hard to do stuff about your bone structure or your hair, you know, your, uh, your body hair and your, your skin and like all of these things there, those are hard to change. They take some serious effort and time and you can't just expect, uh, to, to do something about that in a short period. But if you commit, if you commit to a year of, of doing the right things on a daily basis, those things can change. Um, so especially like, uh, strength or muscle or burning fat, um, those kind of things are things that you can do something about, 
but they take a lot more time than I think people realize. They are harder goals to accomplish than I think people realize. If if I have a new client come in that wants to lose 30 pounds uh, and tone up and, and some of these other catchphrases that get used a lot, um, and I tell them realistically that it's going to take a full year of at least three days a week of coming to the gym, they don't like to hear that. <laughs> It, it's it's like, a, oh man, it's going to take that long. And that can be a, a deterrent from starting a program, this idea that it's going to take a year for these things to happen. But the question is like, well, what do you want to have happen at the end of a year? Would you like to have all of these things checked off the list at the end of a year? Or, or do you want to keep you know going down these dead ends or these shortcuts that don't work? And then at the end of the year, realize, man, I'm further away than I was a year ago and I should have just gone for it, you know? So really understanding the time and effort it takes to accomplish the goals that you want is is huge. And we've talked about that a little bit before and the goal setting is, is just getting as detailed in depth with your goals as you possibly can. What exactly do you want it to look like? What exactly does it take to get there? What do I need to do every single day, every single day? Because the more days you take off, the farther those goals get pushed down the line and the more likely you are to give up. So you have to get detailed and you have to get a plan and you have to prioritize. You know, it comes back again to valuing value. What do you value? What do you want out of this life? You know, we're here, we're born, we ride it out for, you know, the amount of time is not is not set in stone for anyone. You know, if you're lucky, you're getting 80 years. Um, so what are you going to do with it? You know, so on a daily basis, if you're not doing just at least one thing a day in the right direction of that goal, you can pretty much kiss it goodbye. You got to be working and you got to be doing things. And sure, you can miss a day. And then the next day you got to pick up the slack and, and run with it. You know, so... Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop comparing yourself to anything you see in a magazine or anything you see on TV or anything you see on Instagram because those things aren't real, okay? Those things don't tell the whole story. They're, they're not, it's, it's uh, smoke and mirrors, okay? It, it, forget about it. That's not it, okay? What you value should be what you value in your heart, what you want for your, your loved ones, and for yourself, what is your journey going to look like? Find those value points and then start building your plan around those things. And you need to do that every single day. And you have time for it too. Before I close this out, I got to I gotta talk about time a little bit. You have time for it. It's not that you don't have enough time. You just aren't motivated enough. Because there, is a, there are 24 hours in a day. Every successful person that's ever been alive that has had success and quote unquote made it, they have 24 hours in a day as well. It's just how distracted are you? How much time are you wasting on things that you shouldn't? Um, how quickly can you move past setbacks? Um, things like that. How, how good are you at time management? How focused are you on details? Are you able to adjust and find better ways to do things? Once you've tried something and it's kind of a slow process, can you find a way to expedite that process? So you have time and it all comes down to, is it something that you value enough to kick you in the ass to get you to do it? And 
if you're not motivated, then it's probably not the right pursuit. So if there's literally nothing that motivates you, I feel bad for you. That's something I can't quite help you with. You just got to find the thing that really makes you fired up. And everybody's got something. I believe that in my heart. Everybody has something that, that fires them up. There's just some kind of voice in your head that tells you that it's not worth it to pursue. And whatever that is, um, you know, if it's your, your mom or your dad don't believe that's a real career or your significant other wants you to do something different or, you know, your family is expecting this certain thing from you or they need this and that. That stuff can get in the way of what you what truly makes you happy and truly gets you going. So sometimes the hardest thing you're going to have to do is is put some of those relationships at least on hold so that you can pursue the thing that you want that's going to fulfill you. Because you can't fulfill anyone else and no one else can fulfill you. You have to fulfill yourself. So you need to be able to pursue what you truly value. And that's the only way you're going to be able to put in that work every single day. You get out of bed and it, and it's not like you got to just fly out of bed, skipping and whistling and throw your clothes on and just, it's going to be the best day ever. That's not it. It's just, is it something that's going to get you out of bed every day and call you to, to do something about it? So if losing 20 pounds really falls into that category for you, then that's your weight. That's good. That's your goal. That's your weight loss goal. I just don't know how 20 pounds is going to make you feel absolutely fulfilled and feel like you're, you're striving for the right thing. It's probably not going to do that. And then especially when you only lose 10 pounds and then you gain five more back, you're really going to be bumming. So your your goals should be centered around things that are more valuable than a, than a number on a scale. It should be how do you feel? How is your energy level? Are you are you living the life that you want? Are you doing the things that you want? You know, because if they require you to be 20 pounds lighter, then I bet you'll do it. But if you're just constantly checking that number on the scale, it's probably not going to happen. So again, my friends, just sit down and really think about what it is you value in this life and then start to create goals around that. How am I going to live my life in line with these things that I truly value? And that's what everyone should be doing. And that's, that's all that ultimately matters. Politicians can't take that away from you. Your boss can't take that away from you. Your family can't take that away from you. You take it away from yourself. You should be out there grinding for that thing that you like, okay, that you love, that you want to do for the rest of your life. So just do it. You got it. And, and and that's kind of my, that's my, I got a little bit out of control there for a sec. I'm fired up about it because I just, I'm hope I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been doing that for myself and it's been amazing. And, you know, this last year has been a challenge, you know, it's been over, yeah, it's been over a year now. Um, opening a business right before a pandemic is extremely hard. And the only reason why I made it through that was because I didn't look at how much money I was making or whether I was close to losing the business. Uh, I didn't look at my loan payments or my rent. I, I didn't, I wasn't worried about that. What I was, what I was focused on was how do I help people move better and move towards a, a healthier life? And am I doing that for myself? You know, and the answer to that question kept being yes. So I just kept going. 
you know, okay, yeah, we, I, I missed the, I missed a month of rent and that's going to be a bummer. You know, I don't know what my landlord's going to decide, but that has nothing to do with me pursuing health for myself and my clients. So I just didn't think about it and I just kept doing it. You know, I just kept going into the gym. Okay. We'll make online content now. Um, I'll post stuff about it. Um, we'll do live, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to sell some shirts. Um, you know, we'll do sweatshirts again and sweatpants and hats and, you know, we'll do a, we'll do a virtual 5k and it just kept being about how do I get my word out so that more pe- I can affect more people positively and help them in their health. And so I kept focusing on the thing that I valued and now here we are, we're, we we're on the outside of the pandemic We're we're trending in the right direction. We're open again, you know, we're in a better phase where we can have more people. We're doing another 5k, you know, I got a workshop coming up, like it's okay. Things are going to be okay because I've focused on the things that I valued. I could have been looking at, oh man, this other gym is killing it right now. How are they doing that during this pandemic? You know, I could have focused on that or I could have focused on, man, I'm going into a little bit of debt here with the, with the rent. Like I need to find more ways to make money. Um, you know, I could have panicked and I could have maybe even closed, you know, I'm sure a lot of business owners were faced with that tough decision, but I didn't, they would have had to come and take me out of the building. You know, they would have had to take away my business license and shut me down because I just kept doing the thing that I knew was the most valuable. You know, I kept wanting to help people be healthy and move and I will continue to keep doing that. Right. And this podcast is kind of a, an extension of that and another arm of that. So, you know, until next time, my friends, I just, I want to thank you so much for listening. Um, I would appreciate it greatly if you can like it, like this episode, share it, um, leave us a review would be amazing. Um, that helps it get out to more people. Um, leave us some comments. I would love for this to be more interactive. I want to hear other people's ideas on the same topics. Uh, I want your feedback. I want your arguments. I want to know, um, it helps me be better, right? So it just gets me fired up, you know, for the future pods. Um, it really gets me going. So I wish you nothing but health wellness, and many adventures. And all as always, keep moving. Come, babe.